Yo, welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamers series. I am your host, Champ Tone, aka Psychosis, a gamer, a person with a passion for Jesus and gaming. And once again, it is a true pleasure to grace your space once again this day. Today, we will be continuing our series, interviewing another gamer friend that we have that we've personally interacted with on many multiple levels. Someone who's I don't want to say, it's it's interesting. I, I want to say something crazy, but I don't. You know what? Her name, her name is Tortellini Storm. That's how I know her, all right? <laughs> so that should give you an idea of just how big a gamer she is. So let me introduce Tortellini Storm. Welcome. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> so so if you could just, just for the audience, what's your what's your first name? And yeah, what's your first name? Yeah, my first name is Tiffany. Tiffany. So is that where you got the Tortellini Storm from? Or is that just... Uh, well, oh. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, not at all. I just like Tortellini. So I just thought like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what's a cool name? Tortellini, Tortellini Storm. So I just use that for like everything. That's the way it should be, using the food. So so that's one of the online names I know you as. Do you have any other online online names that you use in games specifically or like a uh, a series of names that you'll use in a video game? Yeah. Um, back when I was like around like 12 or 10, um, I went by like Rebecca Steam 867. So like mm. all the OGs know me as like Rebecca Steam and I got that from like Monster High because like, you know, I think like it was a giant thing when I was in middle school, especially. I know like a lot of people were like mega into it. So one of my favorite characters was Rebecca Steam. And then as I grew like a little older, I was just like, ah, get that, get that out of here. And I wanted to be like Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. So everything's just kind of like Tifa blank. So it'll be like, I don't know, like Tifa heart, Tifa sparkles. I don't know, like some something that always has to have Tifa now. Oh, all right. That makes sense. So, so with those names, do they have like a, I get, I get some of the references, but those names in specific, in particular, do they have like a special meaning for you? Does it have a special meaning for choosing those names or even the numbers that you choose in particular? Yeah. Um, most of the names that I choose are always like characters that I always like envision myself to be. So like my first one, Rebecca Steam, I thought like, she was the coolest ever like to break it down it was just like a cyborg robot girl with like blue hair and I was like oh my god that's amazing like I wish I could be her and then like with Tifa it's literally like who doesn't know Tifa at this point even if you were born in like 2005 2007 like you really went your whole life without knowing who Tifa is so it's just like it's literally that's the funny. like video game girl and that's so we're we're talking Tifa from Final Fantasy 7 yes just just to be sure oh yes okay Okay, yeah, I, I know that reference. Tifa is, is definitely cool. She punches people in the face. And <laughs> so so how old are you, if you don't mind? And if, if the age is a, a tricky question, because, you know, I know some people, some people kind of like to give the age bracket that they're in. So if you could just give us mm -hmm. that age or age bracket. And when did you actually start video gaming? Yeah, um, I'm 20 right now, turning 21, so I'm kind of in, like, that mid, like, I know a lot of, like, retro older things, but I also know, like, a lot of the newer stuff, 
And mm. I started maybe when I was like, oh, probably like, from what I can remember, maybe like five or six, because my parents are like giant gamers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What did they play? Oh, they played a lot of the classics. My dad can kill it on like Galaga and all like the arcade systems. He's crazy on those. And my mom is more like Mario gamer, like bigger than me. She has all the Mario games, has her own Switch, has everything from like the Game Boy, the DS, DS Lite, 3DS, like literally like everything just to play Mario. <laughs> wow. That's, that's really interesting. Holy cow. So both yeah, your parents right? were just old school gamers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. None of this new stuff. Wow. That's interesting. So how was their reaction? This is actually our next question. How was your your family's reaction when they saw that you actually started started actually gaming? Ooh, I think like they were excited at first, I want to say, like, just first, to be fully uh -oh. transparent. Yeah, because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm still very into like all the stuff they're into, like Donkey Kong Country, like mm. all the older stuff that they used to play with me on the Game Boy. But now mm. I'm like greasy compared to them. So I'll be saying like some obscure names and they're like, what? Like, <laughs> we really got to buy that for you. <laughs> but I think they like it just because they see how happy it makes me. And I have like this giant rig now, like literally like so much money and time invested in video games that they're just like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, they used to play it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was a lot simpler back then. Now it's like, mm -hmm. I think it's a little harder for them to wrap around. Like, yeah, I need like an $1,000 PC to run like COD. Oh, yeah. They're like, wow. <laughs> yeah, Why? literally. Just to play one game? Yeah, I <laughs> I understand those questions. So if you, <laughs> if you don't mind, you started talking about your family and everything. So what is what is your actual heritage and cultural background, if you don't mind sharing that with us? Yeah, um, my dad is Sicilian and Basque, which like Basque is like a little part of Spain and Sicilian is from like Italy. Um, and then my mm -hmm. mom is full Puerto Rican. So it's like we have a bit of both sides. Um, I think I have more of Italian exposure in my family because my mom's side's more like secluded. Mm -hmm. So it is very like interesting. I think a lot of like the things I do and a lot like... um. The things I know culturally about my family is more from my dad's side. Mm, mm. All right. So this next question, though. So knowing knowing you had that that culture from both sides, was there any positive or negative impact that that particular culture has had on your gaming experience? Um, yeah, just a little bit, because, you know, like, um, I guess a stereotype for a lot of like girls online is exactly what you'd expect like mm. everyone has to look like very like a certain way super tall pale skin like snow white like crazy mm. look and for snow me it's white. like oh like you know like the kind of like really like white white skin long hair like you know mm. what you see in like a barbie like people love that look online from what i've seen and like mm. i'm a little darker and it's not like you know, not anything crazy, but it's still just like I have gotten a lot of like comments about like me being dark, and I'm like, all right, you're weird. <laughs> really? What do you mean? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Talk talk more about that. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, you've actually like... you've actually because you also stream. I know you stream. You do amazing, amazing video, not video, but uh, computer aided designs. 
mm-hmm. with your with your tablet that are just phenomenal. You you're very you're very creative. And <laughs> so so really give us a little more on that. That's interesting. No one's actually because I know you stream, so this is actually an interesting yeah, just elaborate on that point. Yeah, of course. Like I think just streaming as a girl, there's like a lot of things, like a lot of like more unwanted attention you would get. Mm. So like when I used to stream, it would be, Mm. there were a lot more uncomfortable points, I would say, just because it's like, you know, woman on the internet's just kind of like, oh, okay, like I'm gonna just say stuff. (laughs) So people Mm. used to literally join my chat and they would say anything from like, being like super racist to get like something out of me to like donating for me to like do something sexual and it's like Mm. it's really like degrading in a sense because it's just like i just come on the internet and i just like to play games and i like to draw but there's a lot of people there for the wrong reason that's interesting that's interesting and and you you talked though you touched on the point about your your actual skin color because you are hispanic so you are half Mm -hmm. and half so you're not fully light skinned, but you're not super dark either. Right. So you're, you're you're kind of in between, and you've actually gotten comments about that. Oh yeah, of course. Where it's like they're not like anything crazy because I definitely mm. have seen like people that have gotten worse end, but um, mm. I have received like every now and then where it's just like, why you look like that? Like you're so hairy. Like you- anything. <laughs> From like that, like just literally crazy. Like these are things like I wouldn't even imagine. So it's just like Wow, that <laughs> is I mean, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But listen, the next time somebody talks about being hairy, point them to my stream. Be like, oh, you like <laughs> you really like that? Go go to go to psychosis stream, you know, and see. Wow, that's that's actually that's a wild just take on it. All right, so yeah. let's Let's just let's just continue this along. So why do you why do you you still play video games now? Because yes, we did play a game the other day where I know it was a little rough, and you know we kind of <laughs> we kind of ripped their faces off the game after. So why do you still play video games now? I think it's like a very good time waster, and plus I've spent like years and years on the games that I play currently. Mm. So it's just like I feel like with the games that I play, these are games. I'm well stacked in. I have so much experience in. And plus, it brings all of my friends together. A lot of my mm. internet friends I met through the games I play. So they mean just a lot to me. So we all just kind of group up every now and then. And we play those games. And it means, like, literally the whole world to me. Yeah. Isn't that so fun, though? I mean, you don't even know what... Sometimes you don't even know what they look like. And Oh, yeah. You're just you're just hanging out with them. And it's an interesting topic because that's that's one that's come up before. And I... I, I personally like this topic because it's that whole concept of how gamers can get together and play a game, right? And usually if you're playing the same game, you know what you're doing in terms of the goal of the game. You don't have to just pick up a game and it's like, oh, I have no idea what I'm doing. Let's let's play together. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I mean, have you experienced that? I'm you're you're what you're definitely one of our our younger our younger series interviewees that we have on the show mm-hmm. so far, which is, which is why I'm glad you were able to come on. So, I mean, that aspect, have you experienced that aspect personally or not really, or it's more of a, you're, you're kind of experiencing it now. Like being new to video games and everything, like picking up. No, no, some. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean the whole, that social aspect where 
you you jump on a game with someone else or you you meet someone else and it's like oh we can just play and it's all and you guys just run together oh yeah of course like with especially League of Legends, I love, like, doing with people because, like, I'm no pro at the game, but mm-hmm. most of the time if I'm, like, doing ranked and stuff, like, you already know what's going on. I could just pick up a game like Valorant, Dota, like, it doesn't matter what I play. Like, mm-hmm. all the people I know kind of mutually, like, have that thing where it's like, all right, we know this game, we play it, we kill it. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. So so let me ask you, what's what's your actual number one favorite video game of all time i mean the one game that that just you remember it it makes you feel good and you can just play it regardless of where you are in your life what's happening what's going on around you you play this game and it is your favorite video game Ooh, i think hands down ocarina of time really yeah, like, it's that's crazy because you wouldn't expect that out of me. But, like, Ocarina of Time is something that me and my brother really bonded over a lot. So I would play that with him a lot, even though it was, like, single player. Um, I got my own copy eventually, and I was playing that. I think I have, like, recorded 500 hours in it. I know that game, like, the back of my hand. I could do, like, I could do regular. I could do master mode. Like, I could do all of that. Like, literally blindfold me, I swear. I love that game to death and the soundtrack, literally everything about it is just like chef's kiss. Like, wow. <laughs> love it. <laughs> so what's, all right, I got to ask this because this game has come up so many times in this series. So I have to ask you, what is your, what, what is the moment in that game that you remember out of all the moments? I have to ask this now because so many people play this game and yeah, I want to hear um... if it's the same moment that other people have also said. Ooh, um, that is know, a good question. I know this isn't one of the ones that we have listed, but it's just so many people say this game as their number one favorite video game. <laughs> and they and they always they always comment on the same areas and the same I wanna say um same dungeon. So I wanna hear I wanna hear what you say. That's so wild. Um Yeah. That's so strange because I never actually thought about it because, like, the game as a whole is just so good. But if I had to think, it is. like... It definitely is. I think the Hyrule Overworld is, like, my favorite. Not quite a dungeon, but just, like, exploring that whole thing is great because you could go to the ranch, you could go anywhere, and it's just, mm. like, you just kind of, like, sit around. You, like, hear the water sometimes. You listen to, like, the sounds. Listen mm-hmm. to, like, the crows mm-hmm. and all that stuff come out. Like, I think that's great. I love to just sit around and then, um... Definitely anything dealing with, like, the Temple of Time. Like, I love that. That's, like, I've never seen that before. I could what? just be, like, you know, young and stuff with the whole, like, time travel and everything. But I think, mm-hmm. like, the whole cinematic with, like, pulling the sword and everything. And then, like, you know, mm-hmm. everything around is just, like, it's done. Like, everything's killed. It looks crazier. You know, you're older. You're, like, you're in it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um Favorite dungeon though. Um So so what about the water temple? Oh, I hate the water temple. <laughs> <laughs> like nah, not even a question. That's that's probably the worst one I've ever seen. I have to mention it because it's everyone kind of for the most part has has a similar reaction. That's why it's just Yeah. yeah. People people who have played that game and really love that game, that is a touchy, that's like ouch. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, I just think, like, 
I don't have anything like particularly bad to say about it except the fact mm. that it's just like tedious and like not in a good way where it's just like things just take too long I just remember as a kid mm. like I would just mm. take like literally so long on that part mm. and then everything else I would breeze through wow I have a friend who actually speed speed ran it that we interviewed that's yeah, so the actual funny. the actual water temple it was it was pretty amazing wow yeah, but that was yeah that was such a that was such a good game what so what what um console did you start with you said you started with nintendo or yeah nintendo definitely because i think my first console was the 64 since my grandpa he owned one from my cousin Ooh. and we used to play um we played like the original smash we played Star Fox 64 like we played all like that good stuff like and that was when i was super young and then my mom bought us um like a game boy a game boy advance and mm. then that's like the console like i really like mm. stood on for a while until the ds lite came out and the ds mm -hmm. nice so that's that's pretty awesome cuz yeah i remember your your parents were gamers too and if they're playing donkey kong and stuff like that yeah, they they had to, they had to get down with some of the older games. Did they don't have their Nintendo or anything anymore, or they kind of said they kind of said, okay, we have the new one, and they just cycled it out. Oh no, we got everything. We keep like literally everything. My grandpa still has the sixty four because he actually loves playing Star Fox on there. Um, really, my cousin Ann, yeah, that was his favorite game, and my grandpa used to play with yes. him all the time. So that is, that is definitely one so of my top five on the sixty four. Yeah, no, it's a great game. And my grandpa, like, he just has trouble, like, beating it because he's not as, like, as, <laughs> as pretty as he used to be. But he says uh, it's, like, literally, like, even stage one, like, replaying it over and over, like, he's fine with that. Like, it's his best one. Really? Oh, that's what I have to look forward to. I'm getting there. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. These are great answers. So you were talking about memories and stuff. And I want to ask, you know, what is that? So every every gamer usually has that one gaming memory. Uh, it's sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's actually negative, but it's usually that one gaming memory, that one gaming moment that they will never ever forget. What is what is that moment for you? That one gaming memory that you will never forget. Hmm. I think my favorite moment was probably. On World of Warcraft, actually, I'm not that much of, like, mm. a gamer with World of Warcraft because I am fairly new. I don't even have a max level character in all the time that I've been playing. But, um, yeah, definitely because I got to play with all my internet friends, even, you know, even my older ones. Um, a lot of them I don't talk to anymore. One actually passed away, and the last game we got to play together was World of Warcraft. So wow. <laughs> I just remember being on, oh, I think it was Moonguard, the server, like the roleplay server. I know it's yeah. kind of funny, but um, <laughs> we used to like go to the main area where everyone used to roleplay, and we used to sit down under an umbrella with the, with the picnic basket, and we all used to sit down together, and we just used to like troll. It was so much fun. That's that's funny. That's fun. Listen, no, I, I understand roleplaying. Trust me, I used to play... I used to play games and always just mess with the role play side. There was a game called what is it? Eve Online. And <laughs> I was I was I was actually a big part of the they used they used to call us they used to call us weirdos. They were like, "Oh, we're we're the RPers, so we wear you know, we think we're wizards and we wear the pointy hats and stuff." You know, it was so funny. 
But no, we were. So I was, there was two groups. There was a group of, of slavers. And then there was the group of the people trying to free the slaves. In game, mind you. Oh I mean, my God. You, can, you could even, a cargo was actually slaves that you could transport. It was, EVE Online is a totally open game. So what I would do, which is interesting. <laughs> so I was on the, uh, the, the freedom fighter side. And it was a it was a big thing. Listen, I un I understand. I would type in in the local chat. You know, I would I would type speeches. You know, just and people were like, "What the heck is wrong with you?" Remember, there was no. This is a game that didn't have servers. Everyone played in the same sandbox. So we were the weirdos that <laughs> we would we would jump in. Mind you, we actually knew how to fight. We were we were a PvP alliance at the time so you know we never really stood down even though we got our butt kicked a lot because we were always outnumbered but we didn't care that was part of the rp you know what i mean we were we were yeah. the the freedom fighters trying to release the slavers and and all that stuff so listen i get that it's not <laughs> i think that is so cool because getting you know when you're doing when you're doing rp and stuff like that you know just pretending to just because because that's part of the fun no i mean <laughs> Have you done that with any other game, actually? Because that's actually pretty. That's actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah, like millions of games. But I think the one thing that might surprise you millions. is Roblox. 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 I know it's wild because like people, when people think of Roblox, they're like, oh yeah, like my kid probably plays that game or something. But like Roblox is like deep because it has like its own like stock system and everything. Like mm. you actually need to know like coding language in order to script and build games and everything. And one thing I used to do was, um, one thing that was giant, I think like around like 2014 was um, mm -hmm. clans. You would role play in clans and you would build like games and stuff that were training facilities and um, like war, like sparring places. So like I had like this, um, it was called like, I don't know, like Fort Amon or something. And mm. whenever we go to like, quote unquote, go to war with like other groups, we would all like just kill each other in the fort. And I was like a, um, I think I was a second in command of this like 130,000 like player group or so. Wow. So things would get like insane where it'd be like multiple server wars and everything. Like wow. it would go on for days. It would go on for days. <laughs> wow, that sounds... That sounds really crazy. Holy cow. Oh, yeah. I know nothing about this. I know nothing Ooh. about that. Sounds absolutely insane. That sounds like a game I used to play called Planetside, where it was just, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's just like a PvP game, but this is more, you know, first person shooter. You would jump in vehicles, but the map was huge. But wow. I didn't know anything like that existed in Roblox at all, because that sounds, Ooh, yeah. that sounds so deep. Oh my goodness. That's actually good because that leads us into this next question. So this next question is actually about technology and seeing how, how you seem to have a, a grasp of a lot of technologies and stuff like that, which is awesome. How do you, you, and so how do you feel? I know, you know, you started with the N64 and you, you are, you know, only 21 really. So, you know, you still, you, you've only seen, so much of the evolution and but how do you feel the evolution of technology has really impacted your own gaming experience has it been positive negative has it been both i mean how have how has it really really touched on how you game yeah um i think like over the years 
I get kind of bummed out because there are some features on other consoles that I prefer over what they're doing new, where it's like, I really wish Nintendo went through with their 3DS thing, like the whole like 3D without like Mm. the glasses and stuff because they completely Mm -hmm. scrapped it. It had many issues, obviously, like people were losing their eyesight over it and everything. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, that's probably why I wear glasses. I only played games with that. But um, (laughs) yeah, it's just like, as it just increases, there's just so much more demand for like, how much power you're using, like what games require. Mm. And it's just like, it's so much more money because now like, as you know, like you play games yourself, like the games are just increasing and increasing. I'm seeing $75 for games now, like AAA, like AAA names. And it's just like, I kind of want to play that game, but like not for $75. Mm. So, like, I just kind of, like, miss the times where it's, like, we'd go back and it's be, like, you know, oh, a GameCube game, like, 30 bucks, like, dope. Like, play Luigi's Mansion for cheap, like, (laughs) and now it's, like, Melee is, like, $200 now, and it's just, like, nothing's fun anymore. I know. The the retro games, especially the price. So, is price really one of those, and and I, I feel you on that, I feel like especially and it's it's kind of a two-edged sword because you have newer games doing monetization and focusing more on that i know that was an issue with with diablo 3 i don't know if you knew about that Mm, that was they had they they had something called the real money auction house and (sighs) it was when you and and if you're listening it's actually a good read just google Diablo 3 Real Money Auction House Fail, and you will read a slew of articles as to, you know, what what greed can destroy. Because, mm. yeah, that's, yeah, I, I've seen, and it's, and it's things, right? You know, you because you want to play the games, no? Yeah, no, of course. Like, just to bounce off that, like... I see it just kind of sucks now because a lot of people expect so much more out of games now, which mm. like really requires like developers to like slave away, meet deadlines quicker. Mm. And mm. it's like, you know, people are expecting a lot of stuff for like 60 or $75. So it's like when you see an indie game go for like the cost of like a triple A like title, it's just like, mm. it just like crushes you because like, you know, these people work so hard on their games, but they're still getting yeah. slammed because it's like, oh, it won't be as good as like, you know, Breath of the Wilds, like, you mm. know, free game with like in-game purchases, like forget it. It's just like, it's so crazy because like, I think I was reading this video essay or something. Um, there was this game that came out. I always forget the name of it. But basically, just to cut it short, it was like an indie game that was literally promising. People were calling it like it looked like a triple A, like it looks so good. And then a company took it over and they wanted to turn it into like, oh, let's make it $60. Let's meet a crazy deadline. Let's have in-game purchases and let's change the story. And it yeah. crushed people. Because, like, they worked so hard on it, and then, like, all it just takes is that, like, price range, and people are, like, livid. Yeah. Yeah. What what game is that? Because that sounds, not for nothing, but that actually sounds like something that has happened to many, many games before. Because I know for me, especially in the two th- early 2000s, you had, a, you had games being developed by people who just wanted to make a good game. These weren't big companies. Mm-hmm. These weren't big companies. They were just groups of people 
that said, hey, we need to make a really good game that's a lot of fun. And those are the games. So one one group of games comes to mind, the original Fallout series. Those, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the before they became first-person shooter, they were actually RPG, but in isometric mode. I don't know if you've ever seen them. No, and, I haven't. And it, and it seems... It was a little clunky considering the technology at the time, but the gameplay was so on point. But you've seen it even in even in retro games. How many how many retro games are amazing to play and their graphics are 8 bit or 16 bit? You 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 get what I'm saying? And then you have games yeah. now, like you say, they're not even triple A. They have so so good graphics, but the gameplay, it's like, what am I? What am I really paying for? Yeah, right. Like, uh, just, just to go back, because I got the name of it, it was called We Happy Few. I don't know if you ever heard of it. We Happy Few. Yeah, I have heard of that game, actually. Yeah. yeah. So that was so that was an indie game that, that got grabbed up by a big developer. And then they tried to monetize the heck out of it and kind of killed it. Is that is that yeah. what happened? Or? Yeah, in short. Um, I could actually send you, like, the video essay, like, after this, but um, in just in case I botched the story, but yeah, definitely, like, from <laughs> what I got from it, like, it was, it started to look, like, amazing at first. People were comparing it to, like, very big titles, like, mm. this game looks great, it looks amazing, gameplay, I think, was a little wonky, but that's, I mean, like, beta testing, mm. and... They just ended up, like, scrapping and changing, like, literally everything, changing it into, like, a story game, um, just doing all sorts of things that people mm-hmm. were like, oh, we didn't really sign up for this. Wow, that stinks. That stinks. Yeah. And, and, I've, and I've heard that story before. You get a good AAA, AAA title. I mean, ha- uh, AAA title. <laughs> Sorry. So has there been any, have you seen any positive any positive with with the evolution of technology or or where it's headed or you just you're concerned about this because i'll be honest i'm also concerned about the monetization because for me i've seen how that has gone and that 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 worries that has worried me since the first time i saw dlc mm-hmm. that the first time i saw dlc I mean, I was like, oh, no. And it caught on. And now you see it in so many games, no? I mean, in your personal yeah. experience. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah no, you're, you're totally right. Because, like, there's even, like, battle passes now in games that, like, literally don't need it. And right. it's just kind of crazy. But um, just to bounce every off game. that. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you call it? I think there's, like, good that definitely came out of it. Because, as you've seen, like, we went from things like let's say, you know, like, our little, like, two-bit games and stuff, like, mm. just to go mm. back, like, even, like, Snake to, like, <laughs> what, the newest Final Fantasy games? Like, I think that's kind of crazy that it's just, mm. like, mm-hmm. animators have come that far. Like, we have applications that make things look so, like, hyper-realistic. I can't even tell, like, video games from real life, like, every now and then, depending on the game. Right. And it's just crazy you can do that, that, like, I've always desired, like, I want games to look as good as they do in the cutscene, and now they do, and it's like mm. things have evolved so much. And now there's like 3D spaces where you have like you have like the Oculus where you can do things in VR, Metaverse. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> but you know, just like 3D spaces. Yeah, the 3D space. I'm actually, I'm I'm a fan of flight space sims. So for me, 
VR is something I've actually always, always watched because that is so. So space flight sims, in my opinion, is probably one of the best, best platforms for VR just because of the way it is. You know, you're in the cockpit. It's it's first person and you're flying the ship and having VR be, being able to look around the cockpit, looking, looking for your target while you're actually flying. I mean, I've seen it and. That's one of the few ways that I've, yeah, I, I like VR. And I hope, I really hope it takes off so much more than it has, though, honestly. So, yeah, yeah that was good. I mean, wow, we're at time already. Yeah, I could keep talking, but, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Tiff. The Tortellini yes, Storm. I'm sorry. That's that's what I know you as. You. No, that's me. I, I'll take it and be friends. I love that name. When when I first saw it, I was like, "Ooh, this is Tortellini Storm." Nice, because because I know you personally. That's why. So when I saw the name, I said to myself, "Oh, this is. I like this name for it. This is cool." All right, so we're we're at our time. I would just want to say, Tiff, thank you so much for for being a part of the series. Thank you for coming on board. This was a great time. This was a great discussion. And yes, thank you. Yeah, so I just want to wish everyone who's listening, you know, continue to have a good week. Have a good day. You are awesome. Jesus loves you. And ganadora. <laughs>